and welcome to the sixth episode of Monsters, Myths, and Mayhem. I am going to be your host, Silver. My co-host here is... Chaotically. Sixth episode here is going to be about the Hydra. Very fitting, as it is a multiple of six. Like, you know, three, six. <laughs> I take you know a little bit about the Hydra chaotically. I do. I enjoy the Hydra a lot, but I'm not exactly versed in the specific lore, I guess. That's good, because uh, there isn't really much... There's different versions of the lore, really, per se, but they all kind of seem to come back to the same myth, legend, myth or legend, of Hercules, or Heracles, Rome. Yep actually comes to his second of his 12, 12 labors, or 10 labors, depending on the story. Hercules is sent to, I'm going to use Hercules, because that's the most common from our area. Hercules is the son of Zeus, and who's Hercules' mother is. In the movie, it's Hera, but in some of the, the myths, it's a human, a mortal woman. So it just depends... Again, on the story. Yeah, I think Disney is the only one to actually use Hera as Hercules. Yeah, because they didn't want to explain Zeus's past. <laughs> yeah. Zeus is, uh, is very promiscuous. That's the right word. Promiscuous against wills, maybe. Yeah. Alcmene, the mother of Heracles by Zeus, who disguised himself as her husband, Amphitryon, and seduced her. Alcmene. So I, I was there. I was just missing a couple E sounds. But yeah, Alchemini was his mother. And she was technically a princess. But Zeus came down and pretended to be her husband. And they had Hercules. <laughs> they actually had two kids. They, Hercules has a twin brother. Yes. From her husband. There's actually a medical term for that. It's... Exa fraternal parental. It's a medical term for having a twin brother with the same mother but different fathers. Which is actually something that can actually happen. That is very rare. Can you can you imagine explaining that? Like that back be, then, you know, they they were pretty used to being like, oh hey, Zeus like came down and did some shit. Like I mean, obviously they didn't believe it sometimes, but but like nowadays, just like the doctor being like, by the way, it's different dads. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it'd just be like, really? <laughs> yeah, but they say, uh, I know we're off on a little bit of Hercules rant here, but it's kind of, him and the Hydra usually go together quite a bit. But yeah, Hercules is, when they were born, there was a ruling that who would be born next would be the next high king. So Hera sped up his cousin's birth were to beat Hercules being born. Oh. Came out straight like a couple months earlier than expected. Just so they Hera could beat Hera didn't have to have Hercules as the high king such. What 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 a commitment. Hera is very against Hercules at this point. Probably because Hera was against everything because her husband was a hoe. <laughs> like he has so many kids. Yeah. 
they also could be another thing I learned too is uh, when he was first born, Hera didn't know Hercules was Zeus's and went to going to breastfeed Hercules. They ended up there. Athena brought Hercules to Hera to come breastfeed, but Hercules bit Hera. And they say that the milk that came from Hera is possibly what gave Hercules his immense strength. And the part that spilled created the Milky Way. Imagine your breast milk being so powerful. <laughs> number one, it gave a dude his whole life's purpose. And number two, created the Milky Way galaxy in which we reside in now. <laughs> that is uh, some magical milk. But that put Hera and Hercules at odds, probably since then, I imagine. She tried to send He's a whole-ass baby and bit the shit out of her, and she's just like, absolutely not disgusted. After that, she, uh, Athena took Hercules back, and she tried to kill Hercules with snakes, which is like the Hercules from Disney. The snakes came down. That wasn't Hades that sent him, it was Hera. And, but Hercules just kind of offed the snakes as a baby with his immense strength while his brother was crying. And oh my god. Hera had several <laughs> failed attempts. Hera finally gave finally got tired of Hercules, so he she brainwashed Hercules to go unconscious, then controlled his body to make Hercules kill his family, his wife and wife and son. The Greeks are so fucked up. The Greek gods just like they put humans to shame. Like, like every time I sit down and think about how ridiculously catastrophic we are, could you imagine the Greek gods with guns? The entire existence would have been wiped out. Think of, like, Ares, the Greek god of war. He'd just be on a rampage. I'm surprised they haven't made, a, made anything with uh, modern-day gods. I guess Lore Olympus is kind of that way. I love Lore Olympus. And this isn't entirely gods, but Wonder Woman touches on it quite a bit. And I loved their rendition of Ares. I really did. There's actually uh, the Amazons are in Hercules' 12 labors as well. It's not a very good rendition of the Amazons, I don't think. He just kind of... Zero justice. Zero justice to them. We can touch on the 12 labors a little bit later on in a different episode, maybe. We're here for the Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> so after Hera brainwashes Hercules... Hercules wipes out his family. He re he requests to go on to get some penance to kind of feel better about being controlled or such like that. So Thebes banishes Hercules and sends him to his cousin, the High King, which was born before him. And it's like, oh, to regain penance, you must do these 10 labors or 12 labors, depending on which story you hear. His cousin was completely afraid of Hercules. So he right. just kept trying to off Hercules with labors. He passes the first one, which is the Neman lion, which we can talk about later. Different monster. Unkillable lion. Or unpenetrable lion. Second labor is the Hydra. Hercules was on his way to find face the Hydra. He came across his brother's son, so his nephew, along the same road. Brother's son is named Iolus. Iolus was told by Athena to go help Hercules, that he would, Hercules would need him. This is kind of like a mix of stories, because there's a bunch of different renditions of this. Iolus goes and helps Hercules. Hercules doesn't want Iolus there. He wants to do, be alone to fight 
Iris ends up tagging along anyways until they meet the Hydra in the swamps over by Lerna. It's another name for this Hydra is the Lernian Hydra because it was next to Lerna. They're very good at naming. They were very creative and on point. <laughs> they say that uh, when they got to this Hydra, the description that I kind of shorthanded is the Hydra is a large reptilian monster with a varying number of heads, usually starting between six and nine. But when one of the heads is cut off, two more grow in its place, which his cousin told him about. No, his cousin did not tell him that, but he did tell him it was poisonous. Uh, the only way to stop the heads from growing back, they found out while fighting, because Athena told, or kind of hinted to Iolus, was to cauterize the heads, the stumps, neck, as soon as Hercules cuts it off. Which was good that Iolus was there, because Hercules couldn't cut off the heads and cauterize at the same time. Right, unless he had a flaming sword, of which I'm sure he could have procured, but not in the middle of battling, said Hydra. <laughs> At first he was trying to fight the Hydra with a club. Then he remembered that Athena gave him a magic god sword. Then he started to use the sword. I have a lot of things to say, but I think I'm just going to go ahead and resonate with how do you forget you have a god sword and reach for the club instead? You would think a sword would be the first option, and plus he was only wearing a lion's pelt, and where would he keep the sword and all the stuff? It, it Was it like Percy Jackson was in, like, pin form, and she he had to click it? Like, was it something small, or was it, I just, I don't, I just read this in my book, too, where they just forgot about all of these huge magical items that do these insane things and kill people off. And the main character in the book was even like, and you guys forgot that they existed? Question mark? Like, what was Hercules doing? He was just like, oh, by the way, I have a sword. We don't have to be beating the shit out of its head with this club. We can chop him off. I don't know. I feel like there's some misjudgment here on his end. As they were fighting, the, the body of this snake, Hydra, was impenetrable. There's two different versions they from what i've seen the hydra either has a dog-like body dog-like reptilian body so like a komodo dragon or a crocodile or it's just purely snake it's just a smooth snake body and with many heads coming out of it snake heads and the body itself is impenetrable but the necks can be cut damaged and the blood is poisonous the blood's poisonous the venom's poisonous well venom is venom it can spit poison. Okay, now I've seen multiple renditions where the heads can spit gas and fire. Is that something else? That might be something else. I've All the stories from the Greek and everything I've been seeing was purely poison. I mean, there it's, it's possible that they do different. Some different breeds of Hydra. But this Hydra was born. This one... The leaning hydra was born from Typhon and Echidna. I'm probably saying that wrong, but a couple of the gods. I looked up, can hydras spit fire and gas? And the first thing it gave me was My Hero Academia. <laughs> because there's a character named Hydra that in her hydra form can flame breath with her middle head 
and poisonous gas with her two side heads. It is something. But yeah, um, it does say that some of them like spit like an acid poison. And then like this one says that it has an exhale of a poisonous gas in which the middle one spits out like fire or like a lightning bolt and it catches the poison gas on fire. So there there seems to be a couple of different. I like the dragons and how to train your dragon that spit gas and one sparked. Yeah, and I went straight to, like, the Hydra that they did in Godzilla. That one was able to, like, work with the heads to, like, create their own flame stuff. And, like, in Percy Jackson, the one was able to, the middle one was able to breathe fire and stuff. So it was just, I I was like, I thought that there was, like, a dragon-esque. And then you said poison, and I was like, I remember the gas from How to Train Your Dragon about how the one could, like, spark, and then the other one could light it on fire. So it seems like there's, like, a a general they can do... For those, I'm not sure if, what technically, if those would be technically Hydras, or if they're just using the Hydra name, because Hydras are, this one, snake body, or snake heads, seeing to see if we come across another monster that has that name, or if any of our listeners could tell us. I've, uh, <laughs> the, <clears throat> the dragon and how to train your dragon is literally the Lernarian Hydra. That's what it says. Huh. Um, but... Aside from that, the all of the the stuff I've ever seen of the Hydra, they have like the crocodile bodies, or like the dragon bodies, because the one in Godzilla has wings and everything, so it's a much more progressed Hydra, obviously. But like most of the Hercules ones I've seen that I've I've read about are more like crocodile bodies, because the snake body thing kind of belonged to Medusa. In most of the stuff I've read, like Iffy, like she either had a the body of a woman or the body of a snake. Like, and she was super serpenty, and obviously there's a lot of serpenty things in Greek mythology. But I've just mostly seen the alligator one, so I'm surprised to know that there's a snake version. Yeah, the snake one I've seen on in Greeks, uh, their pots, pots and badges and stuff. They always, they, some of them showed. That's true. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, I'm just, I guess I'm just so used to the crocodile slash dragon body. I didn't even think about it. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see as we get down our list of myths and stuff if there's anything that's identical to the Hydra or has like these similar qualities and, you know, modern day plays on it and stuff like that have made it something that we're adapted to seeing on cinematic format as opposed to mythology format. So, all right, continue. My mind's settling down. So again, back to Hercules and Iolus, back to their fight. They're fighting. They're taking this Hydra down one head at a time, cauterizing it. They get down to the last head, and they cut it off. Oh, no. Rewind a little bit. They're fighting, and Hera sees them fighting, and Hera doesn't like that. They're winning. So Hera's like, okay, here's a crab. Hera just summons this giant crab, and it bites, and it bites Hercules in the leg. Hercules just smashes his head in. That's the end of the crab. That's all the crab was there for. So Hera was like, I see this huge six to nine headed dragon that they have continued to cut the heads off of. So it had to have had like a good 12 to 24 heads before they even realized they should cauterize it. Before, before Aeolus was like, oh, hey, by the way, I got this, this, you know, 
description from Athena and was like, hey, we should burn this. So th- this dragon had to have hella heads. So Hera's watching that, sees them cut these off, realizes that they've, they've cauterized it and they figured out how to beat it. There's one last head and Hera's like, I'm going to throw a crustacean at you guys. That was her resolve. And, and Hercules was like, bop, dead. That was it. Again, my questioning of these gods, and I'm sorry that my rage comes through in these because I love Greek mythology, but I don't understand. As one of the most powerful goddess whose breast milk literally created the Milky Way, she was like a crab right now. This is it. This is what ends Hercules. No. She wasn't the goddess of strategy. That was Athena. She was kind of... <laughs> Athena was kind of on Hercules' side a little bit on this. You're not wrong, but still, I feel like we could have done better than a giant crab. As Hercules, they finally defeat the Hydra now. Defeated the crab, too, but Hercules probably forgot about that as well. But, uh, the head was still tromping around, slithering around. Because this last head was immortal. Mm. They say, some say the Hydra has one head out of its original nine or six that is immortal. So the head just lives on? Yes, they, it's, is Hercules buried it and then put a boulder on top of it. Some say you can still hear the Hydra's head hissing and wiggling underneath a boulder that is outside of, uh, Lerna today. Hercules also dipped all of his arrows into the blood of the Hydra, so now he has extremely poisonous arrows that he just carries on him, which, those arrows come in good and bad. Later down on Hercules' 12 flavors. I feel like if Medusa was already a thing at this point, I would have just been like, can you turn this thing into stone? Because like, she can turn any living creature into stone, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, like, they could have just been like, he could have, Hercules could have been like, can you turn this thing into stone? And then been like, uh, I'll hand you Perseus as a reward because he's a bitch. And then we can literally just like have this alliance and then he's got this huge statue of this head that he beat i don't think medusa and hercules would have got along very well if they first met uh, but if he would have offered up perseus i think she'd have been fine the Maybe. revenge on poseidon come on my girl was waiting on it but i can't wait to talk about medusa that's another thing though some scholars poets say that when hercules defeated the hydra and the crustacean that is where we get our constellation, the Hydra constellation, and the constellation for Cancer. I mean, fair, but still, I'm I'm a little disappointed. I'm a little disappointed. That she sent a crab. That's pretty much the story yes. of main story of the Hydra. But there is different forms of it in media, like we were kind of right, like on. a million different forms. The Hydra is in media today. One that I'm really wanting to run against you guys, a Hydra-wise, is a Hydra of D&D. Do tell more. It's also pretty much exact copy of the Leaning Hydra, except it says it's, it starts with five heads. Hmm, so an, a, a different number. Yeah. I'm going to guess they kind of lowered it down for challenge-wise for the players. Because if you cut off, if you deal 25 damage to a head, your head falls off. And two more grow back next turn. Oh. Each head has its own attack. 
Can you imagine it. rolling history like 50 times and nobody ever finding out how to kill this thing or how to cut off its head? So you guys are just continuously cutting off this head? Yeah, and the only way to stop it is fire. If you deal fire damage to it that turn, and it, its heads won't regrow. Who knew we wanted a caveman in D&D? Fire. That's oh, the right answer for everything. <laughs> I love the look you gave me of questioning, though. <laughs> I was confused by that. It also says that it has a, a crocodile body, serpentine necks, and origin is at the dawn of time. Tiamat, the queen of evil dragons, slew a rival dragon god named Lernia and cast her blood across the multiverse. Each drop fell upon the world, spawned a hydra. That's how hydras are. Just Lernia's blood flew everywhere. Wow. That could be a lot of hydras. Yeah, no kidding. I've seen they also vary in sizes in the artwork and stuff from being the size of a house to size of a miniature donkey. <laughs> oh my god, a little baby Hydra? One in the media is completely different. Well, Hydra, there is taking the Hydra's name, the Hydra organization in S.H.I.E.L.D., which has the same motto as a hydra does which is if you take out one of us two more of us will come back also probably one of your favorite topics hp lovecraft yes hp lovecraft has mother hydra which is pretty much name only but not what i've seen is different powers he's one of the top three or the what they call them called them the holy trinity great old ones She's part of mm -hmm. the Holy Trinity. Yeah. Cthulhu. And Father Dragon. Call her mm -hmm. Mother Hydra. Mother Hydra, Father Dragon, and Cthulhu. I am more so versed in the cinematic versions of Hydra. I'm not much of a movie buff. Much about the cinematic. You watched Godzilla with me, sir. Yes. Um. Yes. So the cinematic versions. We've got the... um. Hydra, obviously, in Cartoon Hercules that we kind of brushed on. Um, I enjoyed that version because I felt like they made him more. Like, he was obviously, like, one of the biggest, baddest things that came out of the Hercules, you know, like, verse in that whole Disney aspect. And I liked that it was, like, the only time in the entire trials that Hercules, like, besides the end with the Titans, looked like he might get beat. Like, obviously, the Hydra ate him. I feel like the Hydra is a very underplayed villain. That's a big deal to deal with. Cutting off a head just for two more to grow back with it being that big of a, a baddie. I just feel like that's one of the most complicated ones to go up against. Lisa, he... Went up the, against him alone, if I remember right. He didn't have any cousins or nephews. No, he had Phil to kind of help. He had Phil and Pegasus, um, but they mostly sat back. It wasn't, you know, like a big, um, like, assistance. The other cinematic verse that I like with it is the Percy Jackson one. I don't know if you've ever watched those. It's been a while since I watched it. Maybe when they first came out. Well, one of the coolest parts of that was that they did it in the uh, Tennessee Parthenon, which is actually a place that I went to very often for school field trips, having lived there. And it was so neat to see the statue of Athena up there. 
And I thought that was neat because like you said, you know, Athena had helped Hercules with the Hydra and stuff. And obviously Perseus wasn't Hercules. It wasn't the intent. But the stone that he needed was in Athena's crown on top of her statue in the Nashville Parthenon. And um, they had the Hydra come out and fight him during it. So it was neat to see. Um, and he counteracted it with like water and stuff. It was a little different. And his sword like caught fire, like because, you know, that made sense. But um, it was it was really neat to see it in the classical Greek sense of how they played the Hydra with that one, you know, as much as they could with it being, you know, more of a team based movie. Um, but uh, my favorite to date version, and it's a very it's loose ish version of the Hydra is King Ghidorah from Godzilla, because we all know I'm a Godzilla fan. Um, and he is a Hydra with wings. He can fly just like a dragon. And he's got three dragon heads. The middle one does, I think it's the middle one that does fire. I could be heckin' wrong about that. But there's, it's one, it's either the middle one or the right one that does fire. And then like they, but King Ghidorah is the only monster besides Godzilla that has ever gotten other monsters to bow to it. He's a king. Well, right, yeah. Kind of circling back just to your second one real quick. He fights the Hydra with water. He uses his water to kind of create a barrier and a wall. Um, hang on a second, actually. I can, yes. I can, I can talk about this. Better. I guess that kind of makes sense. I was just gonna say because Hydra using water against it be like using water on a water type Pokemon because the Hydra literally means water snake in Greek. Okay, so Perseus cuts off the heads and ends up creating one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight heads total. With all of the heads he cuts off before he realizes he should stop cutting off the heads. And before Annabeth, daughter of Athena, is like, stop being stupid. So hang on. So we still have Athena helping a young warrior face a Hydra. Yeah, basically. Because, I mean, like, the daughter of Athena, she was she was a badass, at, you know, on her own. But, yeah, they had Athena's statue there as well. So, it was, yeah, they, they played on it really well. Okay, so the Hydra in the scene actually start out as humans. They look appear to be guards for the Parthenon. And they meld together with like poison gas and fire and become a Hydra, which is neat to think of. That would be a lot of mayhem causing if people could just turn in and out. Yep, and he has the, the dog body, like the dog-esque crocodile body. Um, and he spits fire. It looks like his middle head spits the fire. Okay, so he cuts off all the heads. They're realizing that's not working. <laughs> He's all super excited. He's like, I did it. And then all the heads grow back. And Athena's mom's, or Athena's mom, Athena's daughter's like, you idiot, you didn't kill it. All you did is make two more of each head. Now two, now it has two center heads that breathe fire. Ooh, and Annabeth is shooting arrows, poison arrows. So they played on that very well with the whole mythology tie-in. She's shooting them at the Hydra? She's shooting him at the Hydra, which is a, a, it's kind of like a hint to Artemis as well because of the whole arrow shooting. But the, like you had said, he had taken arrows and made them poisonous with the blood. Yeah, so after the fact that him. they can, right. But the fact that they had like kind of incorporated that, it's neat to see the little things they incorporate. Okay. So yeah, see, he's making a wall of water up against the Hydra and like backing them up and they're spitting fire at his water and he, it, nothing's happening. Because it's a wall of fire or a wall of water up. Um, so it just, just kind of distracted it for a bit. Which, looking at it now, its body is a lot more dog-like than I originally thought. It's got a tail and everything and, like, stands up with elbows. Oh, and guess what? They use Medusa's head to kill the Hydra. 
Because they kill Medusa at the very beginning of the movie, um, and they put sunglasses on her eyes so that she doesn't kill anybody else. So he just flips the sunglasses up, and they turn the Hydra to stone right in the middle of the Parthenon. And also, Brent comes back to the, oh, yeah, I forgot I had this extremely powerful magical weapon on me. Why didn't they just do that to just, begin with? Just been doing it all along. They were just like, yeah. But then he used his, his pin, his pin sword. So again, I was like, you know, you never know. You never know. So yeah, that's those are those are probably my top cinematic versions of it. King Ghidorah being the top just because it's like a, a super OP version. So yeah, those are some of the versions. That would be the mythical because we did, we well, I guess the monsters. We talked about the mythical and then we did the monster and now the mayhem. mayhem it would cause we do the origin of origin of it like from D, where it's uh, spreads by blood which means there could be a lot of hydras everywhere which size are we talking about let's say it depends on the size of the blood drops so if like it's a huge sizes. blood drop right so if it's a huge blood drop we'd be looking at like a king Ghidorah, and if it wasn't we'd be looking more more like the donkeys yeah donkey size or maybe even ant size hydras Oh my god, I would keep one as a pet. I, I can't I got lie. A, I got a feeling that there was an ant-sized hydra in something. I'm thinking Spy Kids. There might have been on the, the Island of Monsters Island. or whatever it was they went yeah. to. Yeah. Um, there was. It also makes me think of the little um, like little bitty versions in Harry Potter that they pull out of the dragons out of the bag for the, like, that like match the real dragon that they're supposed to fight. It, yeah. it would be neat to have like a little handheld hydra. Maybe the older they get, they learn to change into humans. Disguise mm-hmm. in better to cause more mayhem. But do they only come out for like Greek gods? Like, do they only come out to fight? Like when there's like a, a Hercules or a Perseus? The smart ones would. Smart ones might be more chaotic in a way. Maybe they constantly looking for food. And once they deprive an area of food, they'll wander off. So they just keep wandering place to place, poisonous Well, I feel like with today's knowledge of hydras, depending on the size, I feel like to an extent, like if I came across a donkey-sized one, I could probably take care of it. I mean, I'm no warrior, but I'd like to think that if I was faced with a hydra, I'd be so excited I could do it myself. Um, (laughs) But like a King Ghidorah-sized one, I I think would be a lot like the movie. It would be, well, I mean, they had to have Godzilla defeat it, but I mean, military involvement would kind of like going all the way back to our first episode. I feel like we'd have to, you know, with like with the terrace, depending on the size, it would have to be military involved because obviously we can't keep that under wraps super long. I wonder what guns would actually do to a Hydra. If maybe well, slashing weapons only work? Well, I was going to say, depending on the size, you could do like, um, like a projectile shot of like a blade-esque something and like chop off the head. But then they'd have to like aim straight afterwards with like a bazooka or like a littering of bombs from a plane or something to cauterize the head. And I mean, if we get, I mean, like obviously even the one that Perseus faced was Parthenon sized. I mean, he was the size of the inside, the Parthenon, but as opposed to Percy, Percy could still take his sword at his size and cut off the head. And it wasn't like he had super strength or anything. He wasn't, you know, and obviously it's a movie. But if it was that size, I feel like we could still have an onslaught of LARPers grab some swords and some fire. I I feel like I would sign up. I I, I mean, that's just what I'm getting to here. I probably wouldn't take on anything bigger than a horse. Mm, 
I think I'd, I mean, I would take on like a Parthenon sized Hydra just to say I did it. I'm going to imagine you level a range a snake up in size. Be like in those videos where you see a guy with a sword cut through, I'll cut a dead pig in half, where well, it's just kind of Swords it. originally weren't made for sharp slicing. They were actually used for blunt force to break bones and inner organs and stuff like that. So cinematic renditions of swords suck anyways. However, with our updated weapons and updated abilities, I wouldn't just grab any old sword. I'd be grabbing some nice-ass katanas and slice some things up. Also... It'd be very difficult still, I'd say. I feel like there's a lot of people out there ready for something like this, though. Like, I can't be the only one that would be super amped to go and sign up to fight a Hydra. Like, I can't be the only psychopath in the world that would be ready for that. No, probably not. I mean, There's I an would... army of nerds somewhere. They do have cannons that have wires between launch cannonballs and wires. Oh, so we're adapting. I'm down with that. I could totally ready a cannon and fire it. Make some specialized chain shot or... We'd still have to find a way to cauterize, though, like on impact. And obviously we don't want our people too close. So it can't be like an, an in-person thing. Like it'd have to be a weapon that we would fire. Technically lasers? Mm. Cauterize and cut through? But then, like, you're risking whatever's behind the Hydra. Lateral damage. Oh. <laughs> Matt's not signed up with the Avengers. He doesn't give a crap. <laughs> oh, Lord. I imagine they'd probably be in swamps or marshes, maybe. So trees, water, fish. I don't. I mean, yeah, maybe. But depending on the size, again, we might have one coming straight up out the ocean. Like, straight out the Atlantic. It's true. I don't know. It would be interesting. I that's that's one monster that I would be interested in actually seeing. I'm gonna guess there'd probably still be Hydra Hydra rights activists, probably. If it's the size of a horse, I'm with the activists. Cool. That's that's baller. Let's let's group them up. Let's put them in a flipping wildlife preserve. Let's take care of them. However, if this thing is the size of King Ghidorah coming at my people, I am not no, like Godzilla is one thing. Godzilla is very clearly the human protector. King Ghidorah was not. He wanted to eat us. He wanted to rule the world. I'm sure people will be, oh, yeah, he's the biggest one. We should keep him around. No, no. I'm, I'm going to need my fellow Cthulhu enthusiasts to remember that these things are larger than God. <laughs> and we need to get <laughs> rid of them when they appear. I love you guys. They're great. They're great myths. But if they appear, I'm going to need you, army of nerds, to help me out to destroy them because we cannot keep them. If we get a bunch of donkey-sized and mini-sized ones, those, please, um, I will I will gladly give you a P.O. box to drop them into. Thank you. Just remember another Hydra from the media that's kind of mainstream. I kind of mention them every stream. Pokemon. Who's the Hydra in Pokemon? Hydra get on. Hydra. <laughs> Hydra. Not another... Not another company getting real creative with the name. Or it, it's spelled differently. It's H Y D R E I G O N. Hydreon. 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 E I is like, like my like chaotically, so like hy Hydreon, and then the G H at the end. Yeah, it's like Hydre. It's it's just like saying my name except for put hide at the beginning of it and on at the end of it. Hydreon. It's, it's kind of like Ghidorah as well because it has wings and flies. Is that its like it, last evolved state, or is that like the first one? That's the first form. The last form has the third form has wings. The second form is mm. just two heads. So, in its third evolution, is when it gets its three heads. That was very creative of them. 
gets more heads as the arms turn into heads. Imagine losing your arms and having to get like okay, like obviously hydras don't have like human heads brains. Don't get long. Well, right, but like, could you imagine like you lose a whole arm just to get this annoying brother? Could you like that's what that is? Like straight up another head that's now bothering you and all up in your grill. Like I didn't need to lose my arm for this, bro. Can you imagine? It'd be like okay. when you were born. Pokemon. It'd be like when you were born and your mom was just like, I'm going to cut off both your arms and then handed you your siblings and was like, here you go. Here's a present. And you were like, I'd rather have my arms. Right? Like no offense, uh, Ruby. I love you very much. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. She also mentioned this Pokemon. Yeah. Me, and wanted me to mention her about it, but. She yeah, comes in my stream all the time and uh, talks to me about the episodes, and I appreciate it so much. So, so I love you very much, but I'm just saying, if, if your brother had to choose between his arms and you, it might be his arms. <laughs> it would definitely be my arms. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> she can keep her own body. Neither <laughs> as an arm. <laughs> That's going to be us today. I think this Woo. the Hydra is going to rank pretty high on the Mayhem meter. Yeah, I would say it's probably one of the top ones. Says the Hydra. This episode has many different heads. Well, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of different things going on in this episode, but we love it. Join us again next Monday for another episode of Monsters, Myths, and Mayhem, where Silver and Chaotic talk about how they came to be and how they would be received in a modern-day society. Follow, like, and subscribe to support. Also find us on Twitter and Discord with the links below to keep up to date with the newest merch and activity. Besides, who knows what mayhem we will get into next time. Yeah, fire. Wizards. Fireball. You know what I meant, okay? Listen. What about your peanut butter? Join us again. <laughs> now I guess something about peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, why'd you have to say peanut butter? It's all I can think about now. Peanut <sighs> holds the power. <laughs> the peanut butter holds the hydrads together. That'd be disgusting. Okay, hang on.